Hey friends, welcome to the His Beloved of Texas podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Kendra, and we're two moms that live across the street from each other. And between us, we have 10 kids. We live life together, have fun, and we just want to share that with you guys. We are so glad you're here. On this podcast each week, we think everyone needs a little bit of hope. And we want to tell stories of hope, of how God has changed people's lives. He's shown up in good times and in hard times, and and He can show up for you too. All right, we hope you enjoy. It's been a while. We had to take a break. Um, There was just a lot of life stuff going on for Kendra and I, and we wanted to be present for our kids and our husbands and enjoy the beginning of the Easter season. But we're so happy to be back with you. And we have our wonderful friend, Leanna Moore, on the podcast today. Leanna is a mom of three, and she is the woman who created his beloved. And... um, We just wanted to have a Meet Leanna Day since we haven't gotten to have her on the podcast yet. And also, we have a pretty big surprise that's coming your way. If you're on Instagram and Facebook, you probably already know, but those of you who are not (laughs) might be surprised. And we're really excited to share it with you. It's something that's been a long time coming, and we're just excited to see where God takes it. On this episode, we talk about our ministry, we talk about Leanna, and then we also have a little life update for the three of us. All right, hope you enjoy. Hi! We're back! It's been a while. (laughs) I'm a little excited. Me too. calmed down a bit. (laughs) Me too. And we're excited because we have one of our best friends here with us, Leanna Moore, who is actually the driving force behind his beloved. Yes. It was her vision, her idea. Couldn't have done it without them. <laughs> she, she's the <laughs> one who started the ball rolling on this ministry and pushed us along. So say hi. Hi. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm still worried about using my NPR voice when we try <laughs> <laughs> Every time we're doing a setup for a podcast, and I always say, you know, talking to the mic, everyone starts talking in these NPR voices. Like, <laughs> like, Leanna, stop it. <laughs> Talk to me like normal. <laughs> So, Leanna is mo- mom and wife. You want to tell us? Yes. I have three kids and one grandkid who calls me Meemaw. Meemaw. I love the way you say it because you're like, Meemaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Emphasis always, on the mall. He's always like, Meemaw, Meemaw. Yeah. He usually blames things on me, too. He's like, Meemaw did it. I'm oh, like, that's funny. Three hours away. How did I do it? And he is insanely cute. Oh he is. Gosh, like, so we are cute. all in love with William. That should be the picture for the podcast. I know, right? There I was going to say, he's kind of our mascot. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome, and your kids love him. Your kids love <laughs> yeah. him. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I converted to Catholicism in 2001. I just had it, like, on my heart to do that. So I converted, and then probably was, like, a good Catholic for four years, and then I fell away. And we, I mean, still went to church, like, on Sunday, or we were, like, priesters for a while. Priesters? I never heard that. <laughs> no? No. I thought it was funny when someone told me Christmas and Easter, but... We, we went to church, but then I kind of fell away, and then I kind of went off on, like, the wrong path. And then I say, like, seven years ago, God beat me over the head with a <laughs> stick or a ton of bricks and just called me back. And then I, like, really fell hard into it. Um, yeah. Father UJ was, like, my springboard for that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he was mm-hmm. amazing. And I remember he said, um, he was like, if you don't bring your church to kids on to church on Sunday, I'm gonna mess it up. But he was like, God, when you get to God, he's gonna be like, Did you raise your children up to know me? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I better get my children to church. So we started going to church every Sunday again. And yeah. 
and you have a beautiful faith now and hear the Holy Spirit. And what I think is so cool about is the way you act on the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Like when she (laughs) will be like, hey, let's, we have this idea and it's done by the next day. I know, yes. I I call you this this demon. (laughs) Yes, get stuff done Tuesday. Um, This demon into our ministry, not in the sense that you like plow us over with your ideas. But you are the driving force, yeah. absolutely, of this ministry. So you approached us with the ministry, and then all of a sudden it was happening, and we had a website, and we're, we're planning this event and all this stuff, and it's, <laughs> it's just so good. It is, it's a blessing to me to have an activator in my life. And actually, you two both are amazing activators. Um because I dream and I'm like, okay, that'd be cool. And then meh, nothing yeah. happens. We were like, we should become a nonprofit. And I think we were a nonprofit the next day. I think so too. And I was like, I already did the paperwork. It's fine. Like, yeah. I don't even know how to begin to figure out how yeah. to do that. Yeah, it was really easy. Everybody told me it was really hard, but it actually wasn't. You have it done. There's a fly yeah. trying to attack Leanna. Oh, Esther has she a went. weird thing about flies. She's not like them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to get to know you a little bit more okay. as we continue. And we're going to kind of start Uh-oh. with some questions and then we'll we'll go back to this is the fun more part. about questions just always make me nervous. No, but they're, okay, they're well, her questions can either be like super fun and silly or like really off the wall or really intense. So we'll see which way she went with it this week. That's true. <laughs> oh, she wrote that. Okay, well, I did. You ready? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? <laughs> That's pretty easy. Actually, I like it. Do you really? Do yeah. You? Ella's do. a pineapple on pizza person. Really? Always. Yeah. What I've been scared put? to taste pineapple it. Pineapple on Canadian bacon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Robert thinks it's weird. I should try it. I've You're scared of it? it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds weird. If you can domesticate any wild animal for a pet, what would it be? Oh. Oh, that's hard. Any wild animal. Probably a lion. You mm. want a lion as a pet? Yes. Oh my gosh. But it would be funny. domesticated lion. Oh, so sweet and kind, or like Aslan to live like at your house. Aslan. Your very own Aslan. Yes. Okay, I can I get never behind let that. anyone shave him, though. No. No. You just snuggle his mane. Yes. yes. Um, what part of a kid's movie scarred you? Oh. Oh, my oh gosh. I have a, I have <laughs> a lot of answers to that. Do I have you? a lot. Yes. What is your, you don't have one? Should Megan go first, and you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have so many. Okay, so um, my girl, when, oh, my when word, he yes. gets stung by the bees. Oh, Can't yes. even. There was Wait. multiple parts of my girl. I was gonna say it wasn't when he died. Yeah, that's when he dies. He gets stung by the bees. Oh, he dies right then. I think right? later. A I mean, it like later. it leads to his but, death. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, yeah that, that one. Um, when Mufasa sad. dies. Mm. That and my kids got really into watching Lion King. The girls did when they were younger, but our DVD would skip just because they scratched it. And every single time, it skipped his death. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> came out and it still scarred me like I was yeah. like heartbroken okay, you have not, okay this is gonna sound weird but it's not like terrifying but Cinderella I always felt really bad for her oh, oh have you, know? you seen the new you one such a beautiful heart oh, the new one's so beautiful you should watch it oh, I, I mean it, like, you're probably when, new win the one that's a live action it came out like maybe four or five years oh, ago yeah, it's, it's beautiful gorgeous really, yeah, it's so much about her character mm-hmm. yeah she was so treated so badly she was like the stepchild and yeah, yeah. reminds me of some stuff yeah, into right now, but that that one's hard. I agree with that. You have a beautiful heart. Thank you do. You do. That's wonderful. Um, in one word, sum up the internet. <laughs> That's easy. Dangerous. <laughs> Danger. Good hot mess be one word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's something that's invisible that you wish people could see? 
pain. Oh. Oh. I think mm. that would be hard, though, too. I think it would be, too. But, like, sometimes you're just, like, especially a kid, like, sometimes your kids make up injuries, right? Oh, to okay. avoid things. Like, mm-hmm. maybe not emotional pain, but physical yeah. pain. Yeah. Or people are, like, I don't know. It's hard because, like, your do- your kid's, like, my knee hurts. And right. then you're, like, does your knee really hurt? You know? Right. Like, yeah. just, like, a... Maybe doctors could see pain. Not all of us, but, like, certain people could. Your husband's or your mom's. So that so way you bring your baby you. in, and mm-hmm. you're, like, oh, the baby's pain is in their ear. I can see it through their cheek or something. <laughs> <laughs> you just almost stab yourself in the eye. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I feel like you guys should record these video-wise, too. <laughs> just to see all this stuff. <laughs> see it through your cheek. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, that's a good thought, Leanna, because um, I've just been thinking about this recently because we have a friend um, who's really going through a hard time, very scary diagnosis, and you would never think that's what um, she was carrying. Yeah. That's what she was going through. If I, if I, how many people do we run into the grocery store we have that have so much pain? Yeah, and we don't can know. pray for them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, when I was having like my reversion, I had sort of like a mental breakdown, it was really crazy, but like I was going through the grocery store and I felt like I could see people's pain. Mm. Wow. It sounds kind of crazy, but I think that's like a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why I'm drawn to like seeing their yeah. pain or so other people can see it because, you know, people are not always so nice. Yeah. Mm. So if they'd be hard to in pain, it'd be hard to see people's pain all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful though. You know what I would want to see that's invisible? When someone pees in the pool. <laughs> like what if everybody had their own color did you ever hear Benedict <laughs> they always say that like certain people have these tablets in their pool you ever heard people say that like if yes. you in this pool it's going to show I think people, like it's just a lie they used to tell us that's the country club if really? you in the pool it's going to turn bright blue and everybody's going to know it's like constantly paranoid like, we gotta look jump and see if that's real we watched one of those like science shows on Netflix or something where they do all this exploring and they said the reason that pools smell like chlorine is not the chlorine on its own it's that mixed with pee oh and so anytime you smell a pool really strongly it's because it has a lot of pee in it i don't know if i believe that or not oh. but the guy who said it was pretty reputable Should we edit this out? i don't know no we need to we need to know what needs to know down a rabbit hole. important okay last question and this is more of you telling the story um so something that is so fun about leanna is that she loves jeeps Oh yeah, and she just has this fun, free-spirited, wild side to her, and it's a lot of fun. Um, How did that begin? Have you always been a Jeep girl? I've always liked Jeeps, but we were at it was like four years ago now. Actually, it was right before COVID, so it feels like five years. But (laughs) it was years ago. It was the year before, two years before COVID, and we were in Mississippi, and there was like Jeep after Jeep after Jeep, and like Mm -hmm. all these. People just sticking their feet out. That was the first thing that attracted us, sticking their feet out of the Jeep. And some of them have, like, little foot things where you can put your foot on outside of oh, the Jeep. Oh, cool. Through the door? The yeah. Door would be? That's like, funny. No, the door's off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. in that spot. Mm-hmm. But we saw all those, and then the kids wanted a Jeep. I wanted a Jeep. So we ended up getting a Jeep, and we wanted to go to the beach thing the next year, but it's canceled because of COVID. Oh, no. So we're like, the whole reason we got a Jeep. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. But you go, like, off-roading, and it's she drives, right? You drive? Stuck. So you got stuck. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how I hurt my elbow, because Jack was taking me down a steep hill. Well, Robert was at the camper, and we had already gone around this mountain. We're the only ones out there, mm-hmm. middle of Louisiana. And um, I was like... Robert, I'm just going to take Jack up while you're, you know, finishing your work hall or whatever. So we go and we get stuck on this mountain, like 
it was oh went down at first, but like it was like ruts, like uh-huh. the size of the tires or half the tire. So you would go down in there, and then you would have to get some jack and stand outside. Okay, mom, it's about to drop, <laughs> and then it would drop. And I'm like, Jack, my legs are shaking. I'm so scared. <laughs> and we finally got down the hill, but then going back up is the hard part. So and there, we couldn't go back up that, and there was no way back. So we're trying to go to another side, and then the whole right side of the tire falls in the mud. And Jack's like, Mom, that's it, your stuff. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I gunned it out of the Did hole. Did you? Yes. That's nice. crazy. We still have mud in the inside of the Jeep from that really? trip. And we can't get it off. Oh, that's my God. Like, you know how they say Mississippi mud? It's <laughs> bad in Louisiana. Yeah. Wow. But Robert had to come get us. And I refused to go out with him because he's kind of a crazy driver. So I walked up the mountain while they went out in the Jeep. But it was fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I can't even, like, Sounds back fun. into a parking spot. Or, like, I'm always afraid I'm going to drive off of something. I, I don't know how you do that. The funny thing about a Jeep is when you're going down, if you let let go of the steering wheel, it follows the dips. So I didn't oh. even know that. You can let oh. go and just let it go, which is really cool. That is really cool. You guys should go with us sometime. Yes, I think we yeah. should. My brother had a Jeep when I was growing up, and he terrified me with it all the time. Oh, yeah. Tell us. How, how did yeah. you get home? So <laughs> I lived I lived in the city, but you we had a, also No. We had a lot of land, and so because my grandmother had land. Anyways, and so we kind of lived all on our own. Like there was no neighbors or anything. And instead of driving down the main road and going up a hill to get to my house, he would just off-road and drive straight up this like (laughs) mountain to get to my house. And just to terrify me with no doors on, nothing. And I'm like screaming for dear life. And he also would, he he refused to use doors or the roof and it would be like 40 degrees outside and he would have his hat and his gloves and the heater on shivering. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. He was a huge Jeep lover. And one time he was driving down I-20 in Dallas, which is a pretty big highway, and all of a sudden his gas stopped. Like he's pushing the gas pedal and nothing's happening. So he pulled over on the side of the road and he walked away from his Jeep and it blew up. <gasps> no way. Burned to the ground. Isn't that crazy? Oh my goodness. And my sweet brother, who has now passed away, but at the time, like, just cried on the side of the road. Well, yeah. <laughs> because it was his baby. Did he get another Jeep right away? Um, he did. He had, like, three in his lifetime. So he had one, oh. actually, when he passed away that was black hardtop. But that one was, like, his Wrangler that he just adored. Yeah. What was so. his name again? Matt. Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So every time I see you in your Jeep, it always makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of my brother. Yeah. Yeah. We're so. just about to add some more upgrades to it. Yeah. I'm you excited. have all sorts of fun upgrades, oh, fun. too. Yeah. Super cool. It's like on video games. That's great. Yeah. So when I met Leanna, we were at a women's retreat. Dominican and sister retreat. A Dominican sister yeah. retreat, yeah. And it had just started. I think it was like the opening. We happened to be sitting at a table across from each other. And you know those moments where like you meet someone and you're just destined. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever had this type of relationship with anybody else. So the day I met you, I was like, I am meant to be. Like her friend. You're this is, me cry. I remember really you telling was. me that. Yeah, you yeah, came, came home from home. retreat, and I was like, I met Leanna. You need to meet her. We're like her and I. We were just supposed to meet. Like, and it was oh, the weirdest oh, thing. Oh, like we just were like friends, and I don't usually yeah. do that with a lot of people. And it was funny about it too. Is I said, Oh yeah, I work at this school, and you said, Oh yeah, my kids were touring that school. They went there yesterday, and I was like, I taught your kids yesterday. Oh my gosh! Remember they had visited? Yeah, and I, I didn't, forgot about that. I didn't even know that. I mean, I didn't know you at all. But I was like, I know your kids. I just talked to them. Um, but it was just really cool the way that God brought us together. And then we just became fast friends. And then, so that was a year before we started His Beloved. Oh, wow. Really? Isn't that crazy? It a was April. Year? April of the year before that. Wow. And then when we, um, when His Beloved actually started, for those of you who have just joined us with a podcast, 
It was for live events. That was our goal. Or it was a live event. Yeah. Yeah. We're just one. Just one. We thought maybe 30 people would come. Yeah. And it was <laughs> oh, Leanna. Was Leanna was like, I have this idea. And I just, I really think we should do this. And she started bringing in people. And before we know it, we had sold out the building that we were trying to. I mean, do you remember us trying to squeeze chairs in there? Yes. Like, if we push all the chairs over, can we put one more? We would never be able to do that now with COVID. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No. That would never, ever, ever happen. Yeah. But, so I want to know. When, how, what was that discernment process like? Like, how did you know to start something like this? So I just kept hearing God say, like, you need to gather women together in mm. prayer. That was your heart, yeah. gather women. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the yeah. first initial, like, tug. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. So I started a Bible study. Remember I started mm-hmm. that? I can't yeah. what the other one was called that we, we have a website. Yeah. I don't either. We can put a link <laughs> on it because it's really good. But, um, yeah, so I did that, and it just, like, I don't know. It was good, but it was like yeah. not. I don't know. I was like, this isn't right. Okay, what and else? And you God? did those uh, worship nights in your home with James. Yes, yeah, those and that were was the so amazing. Other thing, yeah. I never. I don't even think I had been to a worship night before that, but I just knew like that's the way I feel. God is like through worship music. Mm-hmm. Well, and that boldness right there to invite James to come and play in your living room. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. have never thought to do that. And to me, yeah. I don't know why. I think I would have felt like I was like putting him out or it would be awkward or I don't know. I think I would have second guessed myself, but you just like hear something and go. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And I love hospitality, like bringing Mm. people to my home and stuff like that's my favorite thing. You're really good at it. Leanna's house is like our vacation. Like we love to go to Leanna's house. It's beautiful. Can we come hang out at your house? (laughs) We need to have like a summer camp there. Yeah. (laughs) Just for us, no kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I was like, I need to go bigger. And then, it's actually funny because I was writing a little blurb about it so we can put it on the website. But, like, I was just like, I can't do this. Like, if you want me to go bigger, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I had met you, and then I met Kendra. And then I know it was, like, all of a sudden I was like, okay, Megan and Kendra, that's who you want? And then <laughs> I, yeah, met you guys, and you helped me get it started. And you guys had had that thought before, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Both of us had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kendra even started a women's ministry before we were all on the, in, in the picture together. Yeah. <laughs> And I had had that thought for a long time, too. So it was me. It was like God brought our gifts together. Yeah. 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 And I didn't even know that you were a speaker. I didn't know, like, really anything about you. So it's... Yeah, but you... It's crazy. It was cool. It was really good. And you invited James, which was amazing, because I've... So we're going to have James on the podcast, too. He's our worship leader, and he comes to all of our events, but he's also a youth minister, and I've gotten to be in ministry with him for about 10 years now, and... So when he was brought to Leanna's church, that was a lot of this. It was so neat to see the way that God orchestrated it all, like put yeah. us in these places together to kind of make this happen. Yeah. I feel like James pieces. is really part of his beloved. Oh, totally. Know? Yes, I, definitely. I think James is why our events have been so successful yeah. Yeah. because his heart for worship is just fantastic. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, without him, it would not have been um, as beautiful as any of the events have been as beautiful. Yeah. So I agree. Maybe I did do worship with him before. Yeah, you I did. Knew I liked it. So yeah, much. yeah. You well, you brought him to our your house, which yeah, you saw him at the church. Maybe did it at youth group or something? Mm. Oh, so that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, he's incredibly talented. Yeah. So we had one event in May of like 2018 or something like that, and yeah. is that right? 19? Maybe it's 19. I don't know. Some year. <laughs> were they six months apart or a year? Yeah, they were six months apart. Yeah. Okay, so it was 2019. 19. Yeah, and that one was. So much fun, and then we thought maybe we should do this again. Like maybe this is something people would really because we got hundred people plus. I yeah, yeah. I we had to turn like people 30. away, 
And so then we had another one in the fall of that year. And that one we had Esther as our speaker. And I'll never forget Esther saying, you can't have a schedule. Like, you need to just follow the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, are you sure? (laughs) Um, But it was just so fun to see the way the Holy Spirit just filled that room. And women just pouring their hearts out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of always been our, our goal is to give people a chance to encounter the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's not about who a big name speaker or all the frills. It's about full encounter with Jesus, an encounter with the Holy Spirit and sitting at the feet of Jesus. And so mm-hmm. people even came up and they were kneeling in front of the Blessed Sacrament and just pouring their hearts out. And mm-hmm. It's cool. We have a really fun announcement. And if you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, you already know, but whatever, we're going to tell you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we have another live event coming up soon. And um, we've been chomping at the bit for over a year. We were yeah. supposed to have an event in April of last year and it got canceled. And so we get to be in real life with you guys. And you want to tell them? A bit? Yeah. So we are going to have um, Paul J. Kim come and speak. And it's not for the sake of a big name, but Paul is one of our friends and yeah. he's wonderful. And um, he brings he also it. He's a big he, name. What? He so also is a big name. He is for sure. Um, so we are inviting anyone and everyone to come, adults, teens, um, young adults to come and join us for an evening of praise and worship and hearing Paul speak, um, hopefully Eucharistic adoration. Yeah, that's we our are goal. Still on, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, but priests are busy, so Lord has that one covered. We're going to you know, do our best yeah. to make that happen. But it's going to be under the stars, oh. out in May, beautiful weather. It, to me, that feels like such incredible. an Austin, Texas thing to do. It's like, let's sit yeah. outside under the stars and feel the Holy Spirit blowing in our hair. Yeah. And sit at People the feet of Jesus. picnic. Yeah. Like bring your own Can have food. dinner or whatever. Yeah. And we'll just hang out and, yeah. and just be blown away by the Holy Spirit. And, okay, so Paul raps and beatboxes, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Uh, we had his wife on the podcast, Maggie Kim, back, I don't even know what episode. I should probably know that. Good podcast. It was in October. <laughs> it was a while ago. Just a long time ago. Yeah, but I call him the Korean Justin Timberlake, <laughs> and I have for a long time. I don't I think he knows. To I call his him rendition that. of "I Want to Be a Billionaire" the other day. Oh, I haven't and, heard that. Yeah, on his YouTube channel, I can't get it out of my head. It it's really amazing. Yeah. He is insanely talented. He will put an entire song together with his mouth mm-hmm. and no instruments whatsoever, just beatboxing and like laying down this track. And I don't even know what you call that, but. It sounds good laying down this track. Like right? <laughs> it sounds legit. Yes, he can sing a tune and beat at the same time coming out of his mouth. That, mm, mm, like, I can't how. how. That's exactly how he does it. <laughs> He's like pentatonics. He is. He's a one-man yeah. pentatonics. Yes, exactly. For Jesus. Like, yes. But the cool thing about it, when he speaks to a big room of... Um, of teenagers, because he's really a youth ministry speaker and does some adult ministry now too. But he'll speak to a room of, of teens, and they'll all—they'll never have heard of who he is in the beginning. And then by the end of it, they're all rapping along with him, having a blast. Mm-hmm. And then he hits them hard with Jesus. Yeah. So he's also a fantastic speaker. Um, I don't know which direction he's going to go with it, but Leanna had this dream for. And of course, Kendra and I were like, mm, maybe not. Like <laughs> she just kept pushing it. She was like total steam engine. Yeah, I, I told Paul about it the so other day good. too. Did you? Yeah, I was like, I want you to sing the Amazing Grace song, with, and you be Lecrae. And he's like, I'm not doing it if I don't feel like I can do Lecrae's voice right. And I was like, come on, this is my dream. James could be doing the Amazing Grace song, and he uh-huh. can do the 
Lecrae part. You're funny. Rapping. That's great. But That's she just great. had this like dream of having these worship nights and um, this summer and starting it yeah. again. And so here we are. And I'm so excited. And the theme that you had was be loved, yeah. right? Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I don't know. I just It kind of just came to me like things do. I don't always know why. Mm-hmm. But I was actually talking to James about it. And we we're just talking about like it's so hard right now. Like, everything being COVID, like, so separated, mm-hmm. no one can get together. It's mm-hmm. really hard to feel love from your community. So we really wanted to, like, talk about that a little bit. Just, mm-hmm. like, being loved again, being together with each other. Just, yeah. And loving everybody where they're at. There's so much divide right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like we need love. And I, that verse mm-hmm. keeps coming to me. And there's a song about it. Yeah, it's just, like, without love, you can't. you have nothing. Like... That's good. Even like in all the frustrations, mm-hmm. you get mad at your family and your friends. You're like, love them, love them. Mm-hmm. Want to read it, Kendra? Yeah. So Leanne is talking about First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse one, possibly two. It says, "If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith." So as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Mm. That's good. We need yeah. that right now. Yeah. We need some more of that. Yeah, that's, that's so powerful because, um, like you said, people are separated and divided and um, looking for answers. Um, and so there's also, on the flip side, fixers that want to fix the problem and tell mm-hmm. people how to solve the issues and do this and you know in many different realms um in in our world right now um but if it's not done with love it's just it's nothing it's absolutely nothing absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah I feel that very strongly that verse kept coming up to me like over and over this week too Mm -hmm. it's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah that song is amazing well name the song but yeah (laughs) hopefully we'll play it that night yeah. So our um, past events were Be Still, and then we were trying to do a family retreat based on the Eucharist, and that was going to be Be Bold, and yeah. then this Which one is, is Be Loved. Isn't Mary Lindenberg's book, Be Bold, her new be, one? Yeah, Be Bold in the... Be Brave in the Bold? Be Brave, bold in, the, brave. in the Scared and Bold. Be in Brave the, in the Scared and Be Bold in the Broken. Yes. We got there. <laughs> it took us a minute, Sorry, we Mary. got there. <laughs> Mary Lindenberg, you're amazing. Yes. Read her new book. I haven't read it yet, but I really want to. Same good one. <laughs> Can I give a little plug? How much time do we have for? We have plenty of time. Keep going. <laughs> okay, so I've been doing life coaching with Mary Bielski, and she is amazing. Um, and we've been talking about like, it's funny because I think of uh, Blessed Is She podcast because mm-hmm. Beth always talks about Little Beth. Uh-huh. So we've been working on Little Leanna, but my mm-hmm. nickname was Little Lepo or Little Lepo. So. That was your nickname as a kid? Lepo, because I leaped around. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know that. So uh, Mary and I were working on little Lepo and, like, her wounds and, like, how to heal her and stuff. And then I got this incredible text from Esther with a picture of, like, a man holding a little girl's hand running through, like, a field. Mm. And uh, it said, "I, um, I imagine little Lepo, like, walking through the field with Jesus and all the dark shadows are turning into flowers and I was Mm. like it was right in the middle and I don't normally look at my phone when I'm with Mary and I happen to be looking at my phone for something and saw that and it just broke open like Mm. it was crazy that's beautiful so yeah just like I just feel like part of 
I don't know if it'll be in his beloved or somewhere else, but just like helping people because I feel like a lot of mental health stuff comes from, Mm -hmm. you know, like little broken parts of us that Mm -hmm. haven't healed or that we don't understand that Mm -hmm. we reject. So now you've been going on a journey of healing for a while now, and it's been so beautiful to see the Lord just carry you through so gently and so kindly, um, and faithfully. Um, what was it? Where did you find the courage to step into that? Because it's so easy just to run away from it all and keep, you know, medicating it or. Yeah. Well, it's all God turning life events into opportunities because, mm-hmm. like, the first time I had a mental breakdown, like, God was right there and, like, mm-hmm. helped me put the pieces back together and made me realize the parts that needed to be healed because mm-hmm. otherwise I, would, I wouldn't have known what was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how something really bothers you and you don't know where it comes from? Mm-hmm. And then you have to, like, dig and see, okay, why did I get upset when this person did that, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm very open with that now. And um, then, again, my brother passed away last year. Um, it happened again. It's like, okay, you still need stuff that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. luckily, people like Esther and you guys and Mary have, like, supported me through that, so... Mm-hmm like knock down and get back up <laughs> yeah over and over yeah. you've been really brave mm-hmm. in pushing into that and showing us that like walking through suffering is hard and it's painful but you still keep moving forward and you still keep trusting in the Lord and you don't let it stop you from starting fun ministries and living your life and really allowing him to work in your heart which is yeah but I, and I think the key to that though is that sh- you've allowed us into it Mm -hmm. you weren't just surface level let's do a fun ministry to hide the pain that was going on you know and that's um that's so life-giving things (laughs) (laughs) it's so life-giving to those around you too um because it's just a level of vulnerability and trust and um just deepens friendships you know so Mm -hmm. that's good yeah should we do you guys what's god doing in your heart kendra what's god doing in my heart so it's been a while since we've recorded since it's before Easter, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was Holy Week. So it was actually Easter the week before Holy The week before Holy Week, week. yeah. When we actually recorded, um, yeah. And so it's been kind of interesting because we, it was like the Holy Spirit told us to take a break. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's been good. And it's been good rest. Um, and for me, let's see, what is God doing in my heart? I've been waking up early in the morning um, and couple of podcasts ago, I think I mentioned this, um, I think it was with Father Will, how mm-hmm. I've just been feeling the nudge, like all these people have been talking about how they've been waking up early, and it's been so fruitful, and, and I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, finally I'll do it. Um, so I've been waking up early before I wake up the kids for school, and there's some mornings when I just stumble down, and I'm just trying so hard just to stay awake. Like I'm sitting there trying to pray, and I doze off. <laughs> um, but then there's some mornings where it's just incredibly fruitful, and I've noticed that... Um, I just need to show up. Mm. I just need to show up. And in that sweet time in the morning when no one's awake and it's just me and him, um, even just sitting there in his presence, just quiet with no agenda, it's been very life-giving to me. It's been really beautiful. So I've been very grateful for that and um, just going along for the ride. So that is number one. Number two um, is just seeing the beauty of big asks, um, not to say that I've seen, you know, miracles happen. 
um, but I, I know that he can. Um, but some opportunities have come up to where um, I've been able to pray big prayers over people. Mm-hmm. And it's been very uh, empowering and beautiful. And um, just kind of, I feel like I'm finally stepping into parts of, of who he's trying to draw me to be, unleash if that makes you. sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? Unleash, uh, unleash me. Oh. Um, but I, I feel comfortable. And um, even so much as, like, I need to have this mentality. Of, like, like I was telling you all about um, a friend who um, has been handed a very difficult diagnosis. Um, and though she may have been given... A certain amount of time I have a certain amount of time I just don't know mm. what it is yeah and that perspective just completely for her she's she's shared with us how it's changed um, how she deals with situations like there's no time to mess around you know mm-hmm. and and for us we don't we don't know the time but we know we have a time so why should I let you know these little um, thoughts in the back of my head that prevent me from speaking boldly or asking if I can pray with someone or just loving big or whatever it may be, why hold back? That's cool. So I like it. Yeah, that's right. That's where I'm at. That's really good. We had a beautiful prayer service the other night. I was across the street, so I could just see it through the window. (laughs) And there was candles lit, and it was dark inside Kendra's house, and there's just like this, I could just envision this like room full of prayer and the Holy Spirit moving and praying over her. It was beautiful. It was so powerful. It was so neat to see. I was like... And it's so brave to say, hey, I want you to come to my house and we're all going to pray over you and mm-hmm. just love on her friend. It was beautiful. Mm, it was beautiful. Very cool. Megan, what's God doing in your heart? So, my gosh. I feel like for weeks I've been needing to answer this question, so <laughs> bear with me, y'all. It's going to be intense. Um, a lot. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've been through a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of weeks, it's, it's almost gotten kind of humorous to me. <laughs> Like, I have to kind of laugh about it a little bit. God's giving me another opportunity. All these (laughs) random things keep showing up in my life. Um, So, uh, let's see. Over the past few weeks, Ella got a concussion in January after she already had this, like, whole leg thing that made her go to the hospital, and then she was sick, and she got a concussion, and then she was starting to get better, and then she got a second concussion, (laughs) which is, like, what are the odds of that happening? And none of these things were something she was doing that was dangerous. And then the baby got really sick and crazy mm-hmm. high fever, like, and it lasted for, what, a week? Mm-hmm. And then nice. the day after the second concussion, then the baby had a rash all over her body, and it was just, like, one thing after the next, after the next. And then I got really sick, and um, now Chad is throwing his back out, and he's walking like an 80-year-old lady. Wait till you see him. <laughs> oh, I told him he could gosh. not come downstairs during this podcast because he's so stinking loud. I was like, go back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chad, we love you so much. We're not laughing at you, we're laughing um, with you. So it's just been like one thing after the next. Yeah. And for a while that would have really taken me down. Um I would I mean, because just the fatigue of it all, you mm. know, it was really hard for me. And a couple of weeks ago I was um having one of those moments where it was like it really felt like a spiritual attack. And I was like, well maybe Anytime we start ramping up with his beloved, and it happens yeah. to Leanna really badly too, like we just get these attacks. And Kendra had multiple surgeries and injuries over the summer, and, 
And I thought, well, maybe we just aren't doing, like, maybe this is too much. Mm. <laughs> maybe it's not worth this pain to our family. And and then all around me, like three, three or four messages in a row, I kept hearing God saying, like, don't you dare back down. This mm. is exactly what I've called you to. Oh, wow. And I'm, yeah, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Like, the, this is going to refine you, refine the ministry. Like, this is exactly where you need to be. And and I've called you for things, and we're going to do this. Like, we're, we're not backing down Such right now. Such a time as this. Such a time as this. And so since then, I have this just kind of peace about it. I'm like, oh, well, there goes another crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like St. John Vianney. Yes, St. John Vianney. When he would hear confessions. snake. Yeah, yeah. And the man came into confession, and all of a sudden, like, plates started flying or something like that and and the guy was scared and St. John goes, Oh, don't worry about him. He's just a devil. Go on with your confession. <laughs> the guy's like, What? Really? That's kinda of how That's I feel. Cool. Not cool. But the cool thing about it too is Ella's been through a lot this year. Yeah. And Ella is our sweet, like just she just has She's a beautiful heart. Yeah. Joy. yeah, she does. And um it's been really neat to see God's kindness over her too. Mm. Like through these really hard seasons, like just watching him speak to her little heart. And my kids have been through a lot of, a lot, um, and especially this year, a lot of trauma and to see God, like, just like showing up for them. Like last night we went to the Round, Round Rock Express game and we got to see the Astros and the Rangers play and Eli's sitting there. He's like total baseball kid now. Eli's sitting there and he's like, oh, I can't catch a ball. I can't catch a ball. And I'm like, buddy, you're not going to catch a ball. Like I've been to Rangers games my whole life and I never went home with a ball. Uh-huh. And last time we went to a game, I said the same thing. And he was having a meltdown because he didn't have a ball. And we're walking out of the stadium, and this man hands him a ball. And I was like, Last night? No, the first time. Oh, the first time. The first Ooh, time. What happened last night? So, he caught a ball. We're sitting in the stands, and we're about to leave. We have five minutes. We're about to leave. Uh-huh. And I said, Buddy, the odds of you getting two balls in a row, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and sure enough, the third no. baseman comes over and throws him a ball. No. And Libby, <laughs> sweet Libby, like chases it down kids across the concrete oh. and bust her knee open and got oh, the ball for you. She's so great. Oh my and gosh. it just felt like oh, God saying like, kids. I see you, Eli, and yes. I love you. And this this is what your heart desires, and I'm going like to give it to you. Angels are in oh. the outfield <laughs> tossing <laughs> Eli's ball. That's a movie. Oh. <laughs> I know. But it was so funny because we literally had like five minutes left. And he was like, Mom, can we just stay for five more minutes oh. and maybe I'll get a ball? And um, yeah. Oh, so, so sweet. Noticing those little moments. Yeah. And, um, and Chad's been doing better, which is huge 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 um yeah so even though things are hard i'm just going to keep mm-hmm. trusting that like god has us where we're supposed to be those moments whenever we see god cover our children are so empowering because i feel like they can allow us it's like a gift to us as well because they can allow mm-hmm. us to let go of the worry what am i causing my kid yeah. you know um what is the trauma that they're going to have when they're 40 years old from this moment and yes, God little, is covering little them. Little Ella or little yeah. Kendra. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, and it's so good for them too, for all of us, to be able to notice God. Mm-hmm. Like I just, that's one of the things I want to teach kids is like to look for him. Mm-hmm. And at Vacation Bible School, they always say, watch for God. They don't feel like they ever actually teach kids how to watch for God. Yeah. Like, like to really pay attention. And when something good like that happens, like thank the Lord. I just picture them looking out the window looking for God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But really, like, there are no coincidences. And the more that we can pay attention to him and see him moving, like, the stronger our relationship becomes in him, the more we have trust. And Mm -hmm. so, anyways. Mm -hmm. He's alive and well. Oh, God is so good. Yeah. So, it's been fun. That's awesome. My heart, my heart. Leanne. Okay, what's in your heart? (laughs) What is God doing in your heart? Um, So, well, it's kind of like my one thing, but, like, 
Um, the plug out again, another shout out for the <laughs> Savio Rosary moms. Like oh, I've so been praying for Jack, like ever oh, since he went into beautiful. treatment and, um, I've been praying with them a couple of times. So then they asked, invited me to be in their, uh, rosary group. And I was the 13th person that joined uh-huh. back to 13 being my lucky number. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just been such a blessing. Like they are just so strong in their faith and we pray the rosary together every day, and it's just been every so cool. day, um, Monday through Friday. I didn't wow. know you prayed for them that's that beautiful. often. Yeah, I missed wow. today. Wow, that's beautiful, yeah. Anna. It's awesome. They're yeah. some amazing women of faith. They really are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. That's such a gift. That's such yeah. a gift. Community, yeah. prayer, people you can be vulnerable and trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're doing it over Zoom now, so it makes it super easy. Oh, and, you know, good. Some people wouldn't be able to make it every day if it wasn't on Zoom, so it makes yeah. it kind mm-hmm. of nice. That's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. Awesome. Um, so our event, yeah. May 21st. <clears throat> yeah, so tickets are $15 until May 1st, and this podcast will come out tomorrow, so they'll have plenty of time mm-hmm. <laughs> to do that, hopefully, if I get it edited. And um, yeah, so men, women, no children at this point, because mm-hmm. we wanted to be an adult event. And then after May 1st, they'll go up to $20. And yeah. And so our vision with um, this summer <clears throat> is to have three, maybe more, mm-hmm. um worship nights and so this is the beginning of our summer worship series with mm-hmm. Paul J. Kim um, so the reason why we are asking or, or why we're selling tickets is because we want to be able to set it up to where we can continue throughout the summer and then hopefully more throughout the year yeah. um, so if if that holds you back from coming please yeah. message let us, us let us know for sure we do not want that to hold you back from coming um god has great plans with this event and how he's just brought it all together so easily so beautifully um hearts are hearts are ready and they're stirring and yours might be ready and stirring and so thirsty so don't let anything keep you from coming yeah um because the devil's going to want to keep you from coming so right. Yeah. And we have 100 tickets total. Yeah, we have 100 tickets because, okay. you know, COVID and all that jazz. Yeah. We, have to, <laughs> we have to end it at some point. Um, and you can go to our website, hisbelovedoftexas.com yeah. and get tickets today. Yay. Yay. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited. Me too. I can't wait. I'm going to be, like, floating on cloud nine between now and May 21st, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and the night of. And the night of. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then the whole next week. <laughs> I know. I know. God is so good. Mm. Well, it's been too long, and we are um, just so thankful for you, our wonderful listeners, and those who just send us shout-outs and support, and just know that we are praying for you all and um, journeying with you. Mm -hmm. And if there's any way specifically that we can be praying for you, please send us messages and let us know so that we can journey with you more deeply. Um, But we will be continuing with our podcast. We have some Mm -hmm. great guests um, in the hopper coming up, and... Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Okay, guys. We want to see you on May 21st at our first summer series of Be Loved with Paul J. Kim. It's going to be at St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church in Austin, Texas, and we're going to be behind the pack in that grassy area. It's going to be beautiful and hopefully relaxing, and it's going to be COVID safe, but not super, you know, awkward COVID cautious. (laughs) We're going to be able to have some free space to move around and feel like we're at a safe distance and worship the Lord together. And we are so excited about this. I hope that if, like Leanna said, you have felt lonely, um, like that community has been hard for you, 
the last year and you're feeling a little unloved, that you can come to this and let us love on you because that was a huge part of why we started His Beloved is we wanted to bring people together in community and prayer and to sit at the feet of Jesus. So you have community here with us. Come see us. Bye-bye, guys.